Happy Aloha Friday, everyone. I'm Chad Owens, and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. Yeah, we are at the end of the week. It's been an amazing week, and I want to say thank you for tuning in. I want to say thank you to our sponsors, Mercedes-Benz of Honolulu, Windows Hawaii, Hawaiian Telecom, and Long's Drugs for making this show possible. Ladies and gentlemen, let's jump on in to the CO2 Rundown. All right, recapping last night's Thursday night game between the Tennessee Titans and the Indianapolis Colts. I've talked about it with Junior on a Wednesday. We expected the Titans to take this one pretty convincingly, uh, but the difference here was Phillip Rivers threw for over 300 yards passing, and he had a touchdown compared to Tannehill, who was just a little over 100, I think maybe closer to 150 was what it was. Rushing attack was pretty even, but the difference of the game, although the score was 34 to 17, they won more they won by more than just a score, but the blocked punt that the Tennessee Titans gave up, which led to a coach touchdown on that on that punt block. You know, I just remember in meetings, whether I was in the NFL, CFL, it didn't matter, college, the one play that we focus on the most is punt pro. Right, because that's a game where you literally can lose games. Because it's not just a, a, a huge uh, change of field position. Uh, this this particular one led to a touchdown and a huge momentum swing. So that's why we focus so much on punt pro. And as I watched the game and as I watched the play, uh, the personal protector or the uh, up back. Uh, he had a guy in the A gap and a guy coming in from that B, C gap here. Um, not saying it was his fault. He's the cleanup guy. It just didn't work out for them on that one. There was definitely some sort of miscommunication between him and the front line. Uh, so many details in just, yeah, just a punt protection play. It's one play of the game out of all the many plays in football, but it's the most uh, spent play. Uh, in 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 all of football on all levels, so that was the difference in in my opinion. Uh, congrats to the Indianapolis Colts. The Masters ended in darkness yesterday due to a three-hour rain delay, so they wasn't able to finish the first round. But Tiger got it done. He was a bright spot. Uh, the the light was shining on him because he matched his best Masters first round ever. Uh, and look, Tiger's Tiger's back. He had a little bit of, he got into a little bit of a slump, um, and then COVID hit, and sort of he's been out of the mix. But for some reason, that green jacket motivates him. And although there were no, you know, fans, no people following the herds, you know, that you normally see at the Masters, uh, it was a little eerie, uh, according to Tiger. But he was still able to zone in and, and you know. Be in that element. Be in the moment and shoot his and match his best round ever. So, you know, Paul Casey's in the lead, but you know what? Tiger is not ready to give up the green jacket. So I'm looking forward to seeing how day two goes. The University of Hawaii and Bank of Hawaii came together to have naming rights to the Stan Sheriff Center. It will now be called, you ready for this? The Simplify Arena 
by Bank of Hawaii at Stan Sheriff Center. Yeah, that's a mouthful, but what does this mean? It means that UH will get a nice chunk of change with $5 million spread out over a 10-year period. Uh, And this will also include, which is, this this I think is really, really amazing, $100,000 for a scholarship endowment in memory of Stan Sheriff. You know, UH needs more things like this to stay afloat in the coming pandemic months. They are projecting a huge loss this year. And while this will help a little bit, it won't stop the projected loss of, reven- loss of revenue excuse me, due to no fans during football games. Our University of Hawaii Rainbow Warrior football team is in California right now as they are preparing to take on the San Diego State Aztecs tomorrow. And I got a chance to catch up with our sports guru, Mr. Steven Sai, to discuss tomorrow's matchup. Check it out. All right, Steven Sai, the the sports genius, as I like to call you, man. I appreciate you tuning in to the CO2 Rundown and giving me some some of your time today. I know you're in, where are you? You're in California? Yeah, I'm in Long Beach. Uh, Long the team Beach. is staying in Long Beach, and the game is at uh, Carson, California. So that's, Carson's about 10 minutes away from here. Awesome. Awesome. And the boys have been practicing at the, uh, you said the Home Depot Center? Well, um, they, uh, they got in last night, and uh, so they practiced on their home field last night, which is good because they practiced on a grass field yesterday. Then they got here last night, and then they, uh, they're going to have a little walkthrough today. But the, the deal is that the, the stadium they're going to play in today, it's a soccer stadium, so it's a grass field. So if they practice on grass, it's actually kind of nice to be playing on grass. Oh, yeah. That's, it's always nice. I mean, I've always, uh, I've always loved playing on grass, just the feel of it. You're not mm-hmm. as fast as turf, but something about it, when you put your foot in the ground and make that cut, uh, especially well-taken uh, well care of grass, like well-managed grass, uh, that's always the best, man. Um, but awesome. Look, let's, let's, let's dive on in. You know, the boys are taking on San Diego State, uh, and the reason why it's in Carson is because the Aztecs are getting a new stadium built in San Diego. Right. A couple of years from now, hopefully Hawaii's going to get a new stadium too eventually, but yeah. So they're building that. They have to relocate a bit, kind of following a little bit what the San Diego Chargers did when they moved up uh, to become the L.A. Chargers, kind of move a little bit of uh, up. The only difference in this game is no fans again. So be a little bit of a different thing where you're, you're playing on a, in, a, in a new stadium but without fans. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. And I know everyone's well, – a, a lot of teams are going through that with no fans. I know there's a few teams that are allowing it. So, um, but look. No excuses, right? We, we, we blank all that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Hawaii's defense is focused on stopping the run. Greg Bell yeah. right now for the, for the Aztecs is fourth in the nation in rushing. You know, what, what have you heard so far on, um, you know, Coach Graham's side? Like, what's, what are they talking about? Well, um, it's not just getting to Bell. Bell's a really, you, you know, the type of runner. It gets a little bit low, gets behind that big offensive line. But they try to add a little bit of extra stuff. They use one tight end. Sometimes they use double tight ends. And those tight ends can really just kind of stick you. And then they also kind of peel off a little bit and, and become threats. And one of the tight ends, uh, Bellinger, he's actually he's great at blocking and in running like 30-yard routes. So you're talking about some guys who are not just threats, you know, at, at the line of scrimmage, but they also become threats, you know, peeling off and becoming receivers. So Hawaii's got a lot of things that they kind of have to worry about. They, you know, first got to stop the run. 
That's what San Diego State's known for for years and years. Going all the way back to Marshall Falk, that's been a running team. It's also a team that's also run well against Hawaii. So Hawaii's really got focus on the run, but they've also got to watch the secondary stuff, the play action stuff that leads to other passes. Oh, yeah. I mean, because, yeah, I mean, when you establish, oh, excuse me. I'm getting so excited. I'm trying to play defense for Hawaii right now, <laughs> knocking earphones out. Um, yeah, so you, you said it. I mean, when you, when you establish the run game and you're known as a running team and the defensive emphasis is so focused on stopping the run, yeah, you can't get lulled to sleep because next thing you know, here comes the play-action pass, right? You, you, you formulate a whole game plan, defensive game plan around stopping the run and you know, they might come out just just passing the ball, right? So it, you can't really, I think, focus on one, you know, too heavily on the run. I think, you know, and and, and I'm just putting myself in the defensive side. I'm putting myself on, on the D line, and as a linebacker, I know linebackers want that challenge, right? They they want they <laughs> they want that hard nosed football games. They want to come downhill and just smack running backs. So I know they're up for the challenge. Uh, I know they're excited, but like you said, they do have to rally and prepare to cover everything across the board. One thing Hawaii's got going for them is they got a um, sophomore linebacker, Garris Musal, tough kid. He's, he leads the team in tackles, double-digit tackles every game, just a smart guy, and he knows where to go ahead of the play. And that comes from a lot of studying and a lot of visualization. And uh, that's one of the things that's going to help a little bit of Hawaii in the running game. Uh, defending the running game is they've got a guy who can really anticipate and make plays. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's talk about the Aztecs defense. You think like you think Hawaii's offense, uh, I know they've struggled coming out the gate and I know that starts at practice and I know they're probably offensively, GJ Jean's making it uh, a point of emphasis. Guys, we've got to start faster. We've got to come out the gate, you know, because mm -hmm. they've proven that they can that they can rally and finish and, and make plays in the second half and when it matters on the stretch. But if they come out the gate uh, firing the way that they've been finishing, uh, I think they're going to present a problem for, for the Aztecs. Right. And, and that's been a struggle. And they, they're kind of puzzled by it because they want a very, they want to run a really fast offense. And normally when you run a fast offense, you get off the fast starts, but uh, their three opening drives, uh, they've only scored one touchdown. That was the last game against New Mexico. And the other thing about it is their first drive of the season didn't even start because they fumbled the opening kickoff. So this is a team that just really has to get focused and get kind of get going from the start. Now, what might help them in this game is that um, New Mexico played that 3-3-5 defense created by Rocky Long, who used to be the San Diego State defensive coordinator and head coach. So San Diego State runs exactly the same defense in, at least formation-wise, as New Mexico ran last week. So at least Hawaii will have some familiarity where they're going to see a little – I mean, the personnel is going to be different. San Diego State's a way better um, uh, team, uh, at least talent-wise. But you're going to see a lot of the same schemes you saw the week before. Maybe that's going to help Hawaii. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a little bit of an advantage, right, to, to you know, in, in, when it comes to preparation. So, uh, you know, we'll see how everything unfolds. You know, I'm looking forward to tomorrow's game. And, you know, this is the – these next four games is probably the toughest part of their schedule, right? right? So I think if they can build some momentum, beat San Diego on the road, uh, and then we've got, well, we've got Boise coming up. Boise. We've got uh, Nevada's been very Nevada good. and San Jose, correct? San Jose, you know, unbeaten so far. I mean, that, that's, you got some pretty tough teams coming up. The good thing for Hawaii is they would have played three of their first four games 
on the road. Yep. They'll have to be their last four at home. The bad news is it's against some pretty tough competition. Yeah, but hey, it all starts tomorrow. Uh, let's build this momentum. Let's get this dub on the road and let's start rolling here, Steven. Look, I appreciate you tuning in. Thanks as always for your amazing insight during this pregame. Let's go, Bows. I just like to see what you wear all the time. That's a That's great. That's it. Look, hey, I'm, I'm 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 repping for the boys. You know the retro. I got the retro on today. So um, <laughs> look, man, I appreciate it again, Stephen, and uh, stay safe out there. Right. We'll Thanks a lot, Chad. Aloha. Thanks again, as always, Stephen. Um, always great insight, man. Um, look, I know that the boys got their work cut out for them, uh, but I know they're fired up. You know, like I talked about in my interview, I put myself, I'm an offensive player, I'm a receiver, but I put myself on the defensive side. I put myself, you know, in the linebackers, the, 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 the D-line, that whole defensive unit. And, man, the mission, they have a mission to stop that number four rusher, right? Ranked number four in the nation, that's, that's good stuff. That means they're pound, pounding the rock, um, Look, I'm fired up for them. I know they're, they're, they're looking to, you know, build some momentum, like I talked about, going into this next four games. Hardest part of their season. But if we can come through this, right, with a win, we've got a good stretch of games at home uh, to work to get it done. So I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Let's go, Bows. And before I end today's show, I just want to remind you about how important it is to get your flu shots. Tomorrow, Long's Drugs will be hosting its Flu Shot Express at the Pearl Ridge Center office building next to Big City Diner and by the old Toys R Us location. You will receive a special Long's Drugs swag bag with your flu shot. Please, everyone, go get that done. Uh, Take a few moments and minutes out of your day. Make it a shopping day. Go get your flu shot. Go across the street, do some shopping, enjoy some time with the family, and go get yourself a swag bag. And that concludes today's CO2 Rundown. Uh, Look, I just want to say thank you again for tuning in. Uh, It was a solid week. I hope you guys had an amazing week and going into this weekend. I hope you got some plans to go enjoy yourself. Uh, Go to the beach, spend some time with, with the family. Again, Go get your flu shots, you know, make that part of your weekend um, and just enjoy yourself this, this weekend. You know, we work so hard during the week, we grind it out and the weekends are time to sort of reset, you know, relax and reset and have some fun. And I just want to give another huge thank you to our sponsors, Mercedes-Benz of Honolulu, Windows Hawaii, Hawaiian Telecom and Long's Drugs. Guys, aloha. Happy Aloha Friday again. I'll see you guys on Monday.